podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory. Pride. Passion. In search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Two things. Yep. Two things before we start. First of all, we need to get a new intro. Because in search of silverware. Dashing through the snow with an MLS cup. Atlanta are the champs. Shut the f- up. <laughs> uh, and also, yeah, it mentions relegation. Norwich City sitting pretty yeah. after a win against Bolton Wanderers. Ah, well, it's the MLS we, UK show. We don't want to talk about Norwich City anymore. I'm just putting, ever. putting forward a case. You know, in we're in search of glory and pride and passion. You know, because our British teams are doing so bad. I mean, sure, yeah. yours are. <laughs> But, you know, I'm all right. Between us, British and American, we're doing all right. Well, if you average out uh, Norwich, what, like, second or wherever you are first, uh, Bolton, second from bottom, (laughs) Uh, we average out about mid-table. So, yeah, we're not getting promoted or relegated. Next. (laughs) Happy Christmas Eve, everybody. Merry Christmas. This is the MLS UK show. This is so exciting, apart from the fact that I thought I was done for Christmas and now I have to stand and look at you. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to a Christmas Eve special of the MLS UK show. Oh, we've got lots to round up on. MLS Cup, the regular season, we're going to be giving our ranking of how teams have done. I'm so excited for this episode. Yeah, we need to talk MLS Cup. Uh, Also, there's been quite a lot of trade action as well going on. Uh, So we'll get you fully up to date on that and have a little chat about everything that's been going on. Henry's got his five things that we may have missed in MLS. And unfortunately, unfortunately, we need to start with Atlanta winning MLS Cup. Can I start? Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. You uh, deserve that. And I, do you know what? I got so much abuse on Twitter when it happened. Yeah, all I did was sit there and enjoy the game. I didn't want Portland to win. I wasn't supporting anyone. I just enjoyed the spectacle. It was the finale of everything that we've worked towards this season, everything we've looked forward to. And Atlanta, you did not disappoint. It, the stadium looked incredible. It's the perfect setting for something like that. We we know it's the best stadium in MLS. We know they're the best team in MLS. Everything that happened was completely justified. And I'm, mate, honestly, when you think about the reason, we joke about the start of this podcast and the intro. When you think about the reason we started this, it is because Bolton are just absolute <laughs> dog turd. <laughs> and, you know, fair play. You, you chose your team. You yeah. picked your colours. Your stripes, yeah. and second season in, they've done the business. I'm genuinely, I'm actually buzzing for you. Oh well, that's very nice of you to say, and um, that's why I've tried not to be unbearable the last. Uh, You've been trying, yeah, for the last two or three weeks. Wow, but, 
Um, yeah, Atlanta won. Uh, Portland, to be fair, I think you could sound a bit happier about it. Yeah, uh, Atlanta won. Yeah, well, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to sit on the fence a bit. To be fair to Portland, it was a very difficult situation for him to be in. There, are, everyone expected Atlanta to win, and um, they just turned up. They, I, I mean, for over a thousand fans to to come from Portland was a big effort. So fair play to them. And I know it was difficult, and everyone thought, "Oh, this is Atlanta's trophy." So it was a. It was a. It was a difficult situation for him to be in. So commiserations to any Portland fans listening. Um, but us Atlanta fans, we got the MLS Cup. I, in my opinion, well-deserved. I know Red Bull's got the supporter shield, but well-deserved for Atlanta. And it's kind of like the end of the first chapter of the Atlanta United story now. End of the first chapter. We now move on. We're going to have a new manager. Almiron's probably going to go. And we can now move on as defending champs and see where we can go. Now, people, Atlanta fans get very defensive with me. Now, I've just been, just been, you know, really complimentary about that side. But like you just said, it's chapter two. Mm-hmm. So this is a genuine question. Yes, you've got MLS Cup. Great. Now what? Because like you say, there's going to be changes. When do you pick up your next bit of silverware? Is it next season? Oh, yeah, easy. It's the uh, Campiones Cup and then the Champions League uh, and then Supporters Shield this time and then MLS Cup. Quadruple next year. And uh, I'll ask you again, but now seriously. <laughs> um, well, this is the beauty of MLS, isn't it? We, we don't know who's going to win next year. We they, they could be a team that we're not even speaking about and then they will sign some great players. You know, LA Galaxy re-signed Ebra. We'll talk about that a little later on. They're going to be challenging. So, yeah, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to next season. It's interesting. But it's going to be even more interesting for Atlanta because the pressure is on them now. That How can we deal with that pressure? To be honest, apart from the uh, conference final against the Red Bulls, they've never really dealt with pressure that, that well. Obviously, the MLS Cup final as well. But in the past, they've never really dealt with it. So how can we do next season? Will Can they defend it? Or are they going to have a season like Toronto? We'll see. It's it's very rare that teams manage to dominate season after season after season. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen next. Not from a, a bitter outsider's point of view. It's just genuinely interesting. The same way that Toronto shocked us. Toronto mm. shocked us this year. Can they respond? How do they come back next year? It's going to be so interesting. And this off-season is going to be captivating because there's so much happening already yeah uh, we're doing our grades our gradings our team gradings we did say halfway through the season we're going to do this and we never did but we are actually going to do it today we're going to have a quick fire gradings of each team uh, so you'll see (laughs) what we really think of how Toronto did Atlanta and other clubs as well including Orlando which uh, I can imagine what your letter grade for them is going to be for this season how are we doing this am am I doing east you're doing west or what like we um yeah we could do that's a good shout yeah so uh what do you want east or west west okay do you want to start let's give the west some love okay right Right. so we promised it and we're going to do it now this is our MLS 2018 gradings of the season so Atlanta of course have won it Red Bull's got the supporters' shield. You can imagine what they're going to get. Whereas Orlando, San Jose, and Colorado had shockers. So I'll, st- I'll start you off. Okay, in the I'm West, gonna, I'm going to fire some teams at you. Go on. Okay. Yeah. Sporting KC. Oh, um, I think uh, A minus. <laughs> Seattle Sounders. B minus. 
Is that because of the poor start? Yeah, that is because of the poor start. LAFC. Oh, I give them uh, A. First season, give them an A. Okay. FC Dallas. <sighs> Tough one. I'm going to give be fair, be fair. I'm going to give them a I'm going to give them an A minus, same as SKC because they did play for the, the regular season, they did pretty well and just it, at the end it just tailed off. But Parisia went, so it must be difficult with that going on. Portland Timbers. Um, I'll give them an A. We got to the final. Real Salt Lake. RSL are just that mid-level team, so I'm going to give them a C. <laughs> I disagree with that. I think they've performed well this year. They have, but we just... I, I think that's been, an improvement on last year. They've been mid-table all season. They, they got in the playoffs. That's not better than a C. They score one of the highest, uh, highest amount of goals, but they also concede one of the highest amount of goals. The goal difference is always about level. Minus three. <laughs> Minus three. There we go. So, RSL, C. Mm, disagree Just in the that. middle. Disagree with that. LA Galaxy. Uh, oh. C minus. Room for improvement. Okay. What if they'd have finished sixth? It would have depended how they did in the playoffs. Because you're talking a point. Vancouver a point off LA. LA a point off RSL. Yeah, but I expected a bit more from LA Galaxy. Okay. Vancouver Whitecaps. Um... C minus, same as LA Galaxy. Houston Dynamo. Um, D plus. <laughs> Minnesota United. Oh, I'd give Minnesota a, a. I'd put them on the border of D and C. Probably give them a D plus as well because there is room for improvement. But it did surprise me. Conceded seventy one goals, same as San Jose. That's probably why they're a D plus. <laughs> um, okay. Now we get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> Colorado Rapids. They're coming back next year. They're repeating the grade next year. <laughs> They've got Colorado Rapids. But they finished 10 points ahead of San Jose. Yeah, they did. And San Jose are going to get an even worse mark. But Colorado Rapids, F. Okay. Fail. Repeat. Yeah. San Jose? Same. Repeat. F. Okay. Go on then. Hit me with the East. Right, uh, let's start at the very top of the East. Um, New York Red Bulls. <laughs> this is... Uh, a minus. Okay. Um, but, uh, right, okay. Go on. I'm going to say A, and I'll tell you why. We expected Atlanta to be up there. Yeah. Red Bulls, Red Bulls came out of the traps, and it surprised me. So I'm going to say A. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd agree with that. I've... I've I mean, they've got the most amount of points in a regular season ever. So, yeah, to me, to me, I think, better than Atlanta, really. Yeah, well, to me, not giving them an <laughs> A plus is uh, is a bit harsh. But uh, just didn't get the job done, though. Yeah, true. Uh, okay, let's uh, mix it up. Let's go Montreal Impact. Okay, missed out on playoffs. Um, C. C really? Yeah. Okay. Is that because they had a poor start? It's just all over the place that season, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, DC United. (laughs) Where do you even start? (laughs) Um, Before Rooney, F. With Rooney, (laughs) A+. (laughs) Averages out at a a B. Right. Um, Columbus Crew. Save the Crew considered. Mm -hmm. B. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, New York City. B minus. Philadelphia Union. B. New England Revolution. 
C minus. Chicago Fire. E. Toronto FC. All things considered, mm. that's really poor. So I'm going E. Really? I'd give him an F, me. No. After after last season, I'd give him an F. That was, uh, I think it's, there's, they've had injuries and all sorts, but I think it's poor. Uh, Atlanta United. A plus. And finally, we go to the bottom of the conference. The Wooden Spoon, Orlando City. Double F. <laughs> and there we go. There's our grades of the season. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to give us your grades, a pair of, of Fs of each team, uh, tweet us at MLS UK Show. It'd be really interesting to see whether you agree with us. No or... doubt we've annoyed someone. I, I, yeah, it's just a quick fire thing. Like we're not trying to think too deeply on it. But no, no doubt someone's raging at us. <laughs> and remember, it's Christmas as well. Come on, yeah. Uh, so give us your grades of each team, um, and. I, I I think you can base it on last season, and I've also based some of mine on uh, the room for improvement, so yeah. where I think next season. Um, we've saved it for after the grades, because I wanted to just round that off. We have got... I'm going to ask you what your moment of the season has mm. been. I'm going to give it just a minute or so. I want you to think about it. But first, we need to play the game with no name. What is the game called, Elliot? Well, it's got a name. It just changes all the time. What is um, it this week? We give you the career path of a uh, British player who's been in MLS and you have to tell us who it is. Something snappy like that, anyway. Something snappy. This is a dead easy one this week. Because it's David Christmas. David Beckham. No. Uh, we've not Robbie done, Keane. We've not done Beckham. All right, he's not, he's not from the UK. Darren Huckabee. No, never. <laughs> uh, this one <laughs> is dead easy. Oh, he started his... played for Bolton. No, they've not, actually. He started his career at Dundee United. He <laughs> moved to Derby County, played 182 Aww. times for them. And Got it already. Now he Got plays for Sporting Got Kansas City. Don't tell us, Elliot. At the end of the podcast, we will let you know. Tweet us right now. And we know if you're cheating. We know if you've waited to the end of the season. Uh, end of a podcast. Um... Stop rustling that paper, Elliot. <laughs> uh, let us know. Uh, we'll re- uh, tweet us. We know if you're cheating. And at the end of the podcast, we will reveal who this week's mystery player is. Stop rustling that paper. Every day I'm rustling. Oh, it's all, it's all gone to pot, this. Just Merry Christmas. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Right, Elliot, moment of the season. It's been a poor season for you as an Orlando fan, but what's been your moment of the season? Right, I've got one. But I need to make sure that we don't neglect a particular moment. So can you go first? Right. Because if you don't say, like, the obvious one, then we'll look stupid. But I've got a kind of like a left field one. Okay. Uh, my moment of a season, I'm going to ignore the fact that Atlanta won the MLS Cup because that's too easy. And can I have that on record? <laughs> um, my moment of a season has got to be Zlatan yeah. event against yeah. LAFC. Thank God for that. The guy just announced himself on the league and this is Latan. He's a big name in world football. Everyone was looking at him thinking, oh, is he is his career over? What's he going to do? And in the biggest match of the season for LA Galaxy, he delivered beautifully. 3-1 down. They pull it back to 3-2. Zlatan comes on, gets the uh, equaliser. Was it the equaliser? It was the equaliser, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. He contributed more than just that to that game. 
and uh, an amazing goal, and then he got the winner in the last minute, set up by Ashley Cole. That is my moment of the season. Okay, well, thank goodness you said that. You'll be surprised. Okay. You'll be surprised at mine, but my moment of the season is Wayne Rooney. Against Orlando? Yeah. Oh, what a goal. Right, for a few reasons. Yeah. First of all, I was in America at the time, and... It was amazing to be in the same time zone, be able to watch an MLS game, the team that I support, watch it on normal television in America, no stress, no dodgy stream. And it was it was a really, really nice moment. Sat there, had a beer. And it was also the moment that, for me, Orlando season was over. I know you could argue it was before that, after that. That was, that was the moment. And it was just so pivotal, so defining. Orlando plummeted from that point. DC sprung, kept going, kept going, kept soldiering on to their fourth place finish from that point. Um, it is an incredible bit of play. We've all watched it a, a hundred times over. Dedication, air in those old lungs. <laughs> um, it also highlighted the fact that, you know, to those who ha- w- weren't aware, that Will Johnson is just absolutely horrific. And he's won the ball back beautiful pinpoint crossfield pass tucked away it's one of those moments i know it was against my team but it's one of those moments that will live with people forever it's going to be on all the highlight reels and quite rightly because wayne rooney deserves that for what he's brought to that league what zlatan and rooney brought to mls this year we should be very thankful i've got a new year's resolution for you go on lay off will johnson (laughs) you've you've stuck with him i will when he's gone What, gone as in gone from the league or gone from the, the team? The earth. Brilliant. Uh, right. Now, I think that we've had a good season, haven't we, this season? For our first season doing this podcast, we've had some a lot of ups from the season. A few talking points. Yeah. And for us, coming into this league, especially from being outside of uh, the US and Canada, uh, this has been perfect for us. This has been the perfect season for us to come into it because we've got people here who are questioning, like, in the UK, like, why are you doing it on MLS? Why don't you just do it on the Premier League or whatever? And we're just like, no. And we've got so many people watching it and it does help the fact that you've got Zlatan, Rooney and all these players going over and just think how exciting it's been. Uh, one of my mates, Jordan, he, he said uh, at the MLS Cup final, he texted me going, I'm getting into this league. He said, all right, technically it's not... As good as the Premier League, but he supports mm. United. He's very biased, so we don't listen to him. Even Orlando are better than United. I know, yeah. I've been giving him a lot of stick the last few weeks. Um, but he said it's really entertaining. There's lots Here's of a goals. Point. Do you know they played at, um, San Jose? Yeah. Wasn't that just so telling? They couldn't even beat San Jose. I know. And uh, now look at them. Yeah, I should have put a bet on him getting sacked before Christmas after <laughs> that result. Um, so, what a season. And now we've got to look forward to next season. On the MLS UK show, we're not going anywhere. We'll be back for the new season. Yeah, uh, and because it's Christmas Eve, okay, yeah. I wanted I want to do a little something, okay? Um, because everyone across the world, despite the different time zones, at some point listening today on Christmas Eve, somebody's going, "Oh, I hope I get so and so tomorrow. I hope I get that tomorrow." So tweet us, even if you've never tweeted us before. I love that people people have started getting involved who have never tweeted us before. That genuinely excites me. I'm like, oh, new people. Welcome. Welcome to the squad. Um, tweet us at MLS UK Show. Say, hi guys, my name's blank. I support blank. And next year, I'd like blank. 
for your team? What do you want to happen? Who do you want to bring in? Would you like to see a trade done? Would you like to see a player played in a different position? Would you like to see your team win MLS Cup? Obviously you would. Um, let us know. Let us know what you wish for your team this Christmas. And we'll just see if we can make those dreams come true. Yeah, think of us as the Santa version of Don Garber <laughs> that is going to make your MLS dreams come true. But only if you have a soccer-specific stadium. <laughs> yeah. And you don't share it with anyone, unless you're Atlanta. Well, champions, baby. Anyway, um, yeah, tweet us at MLS UK Show. Let us know your wishes for your team this Christmas. Shall we have a look at some of the trades? Because yeah. there's been some good ones. Um, I don't want to go through all of them because no one cares about a fourth round pick for 50k in Gam and Tam. <laughs> <sighs> Can't be dealing with all that. Um, one of the first ones that was done was um, Tesho to Orlando. Dallas received uh, 100,000 in Tam and 50,000 in Gam. <laughs> Let's not go into Tam and Gam right now. Mm. Um, is that a good, a good addition for Orlando? I think any addition's a good addition for Orlando. <laughs> All right. Um, That's me being serious. Me and you. Okay. How we, about Max? We put in a shift, me and you. Maxi Aruti to Montreal. I like Aruti. That's a really good signing for Montreal. Montreal, the day after the MLS Cup final, just went, right. Yeah. We've got our guy. It's like. Do you know when you're playing Monopoly and you just think, right, this isn't a real game, I'm just going to spend it all? That's what they did. That was a Monopoly deal. Like, There's so much involved and there's a there's a draft pick. Um, there's 75,000 in TAM. Um, there's Dallas getting 50% of the transfer value on Uruti outside MLS. There's just so much going into this. But the point is, he'll be lining up for Montreal next season and I think that is uh, an incredible signing. Yeah, and I think it even um, it's even more incredible for them the fact that Piatti's come out this week and said that this is going to be his last season for Montreal. Mm. So you can see if he's sort of looking, thinking, Can't right, me. yeah, let's get ready for the transition. So to have them both in the team, I mean, Piatti said he wanted to win the MLS Cup with Montreal next year. Do I think that's going to happen? Probably not. But they need to look forward, and it's good that they're, they're thinking ahead. Kai Kamara to Colorado. Very good signing for them. Really good signing. Um, Bit of a journeyman now, isn't he? He is, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, 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 I think he did all right for Vancouver, so I'm surprised. They must have something up the sleeve uh, with that Alfonso Davis dollar that they've got. But <laughs> um, no, for Colorado, they need, I mean, they're as bad as Orlando. They need anyone. So Kai Kamara. Would you have took Kamara at Orlando? Yep. Well, there you go. Kamara and Dwyer, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. So, um, you know, fair play to Colorado. They might actually score this season. Here's one for you. Atlanta lose Greg Garza oh. to Cincinnati. Greg. And this was not part of, we should this was not part of um the expansion draft. Yeah. Um Garza Garza's a very good player. And he'll go down as an Atlanta hero just because he was part of a team that won the MLS Cup. So I'm surprised. I'm surprised he's gone, but I can just you know what's going to happen with Atlanta? They'll pick up some fullback from Argentina or somewhere who's like some wonder kid who's 18 and he'll just come in and just... They 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 probably will, but my, my issue with this, and I tweeted at the time saying, uh, hello, this has been a robbery, because 200,000 general allocation money, 250,000 targeted allocation money, so 450,000 in total. Greg Garza, for me, probably the best left-back in the league. Mm -hmm. I, I don't care who they bring in. I think... I don't think that's enough money. Yeah, but it's Atlanta, isn't it? I don't think they're looking at 
they're not looking at money. They're just wanting. But you'd rather have Greg Garza. Yeah, this, this is my point. You would, but you don't know what they've got up the sleeve. If if Atlanta start the season, there's a gap at uh, left back. Then yeah, you can look and go. Well, what are you doing? But I, they'll have something planned. Surely, uh, Jao Moutinho swaps with Mohamed Elmanir, um, LAFC to Orlando. The guy was the top, you know, draft pick in mm. uh, in last season, and he I. He didn't really get. I don't think he got as much of a chance at LAFC as as what the top draft pick maybe should have done. So you don't know what's gone on there. But for Orlando, great, another good. You know, it's good signing for him. Um, one of the ones that's kind of been ignored, but um, naturally, again, I don't want this to become Orlando centric. But Amro Tarek leaves Orlando to go to Red Bull New York. Now, for me, Amro, forget the fact that it was Orlando. Forget that defense. Forget, he is incredible. Do you reckon? Yeah. Uh, Amro, for me, that that is a signing. That is a brilliant, brilliant signing. Why would Orlando let him go then? They're quite clearly reshaping. They're quite clearly trying to balance books. You don't know what kind of deal he was on, how much money they're trying to free up for whatever they've got planned. Same as, as you say about Atlanta. Um, Amro Tarek goes to Red Bulls and strengthens that defence. And it was what the one of the best defensive, if not the best defense in the MLS. So, mm. for me, he starts in that defense. Do you reckon? Yeah, they've got they've got the support of Shield. They have the most points ever. If it, look, it, I, Tarek's just... coming from Orlando. If in his bottom, remember? Yeah, but it's no reflection on him. Is what I'm saying. Just get off your high horse, just for one minute. Okay. The guy, I'm telling you. All right, we only had two good players last year. <laughs> He's one of them. All right, deal with it. So Tarek and I'm assuming you mean uh, what Dwyer? Well, like Yoshi. Yoshi. Okay. So there's about two or three that kind of get a buy in the Elliot Home and hates you for the dismal 2018 season stakes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Zach Steffens left us. He's going to Manchester City for uh, from Columbus. This deal is great for the league, but is it really great for him? He ain't going to play, is he? He's not going to play instead of Edison. Mm, I don't know. What do you reckon? I think, I, for him personally, I mean, for any player, let's face it, if you're spending a season or six months training with Manchester City, you're going to get better. Maybe it's just you, Manchester City just seemed to, seen it with Jack Harrison, they'll just buy players and sell them on for a profit. I think it's going to be one of them. Yeah, I mean, great for him. Hmm. But again, is he going to play? Is he going to go out on loan? I don't know. Don't know what's going to happen. His development won't suffer because he's going to be training with some of the best coaches, some of the best players in the world. Here's one for you. Yeah. So obviously, Man City have a vested interest in New York City. Mm-hmm. Have they done this? Could they loan him back to New York City? There's my first question. And secondly, have they done this to increase the reputation of the league, which will be better for New York City? conspiracy theory mm. I thought about this I thought about the whole NYCFC thing but then surely they'd have just bought him for NYCFC mm. well I think Manchester City are the big dogs that we like it, They, I'm sure they would rather have him see what he does there and then sell him on to New York City if it doesn't work out I'm undecided on this one obviously it's not going through yet so it's not going through until the summer so Interested to see what, what happens. But yeah, you're, he's not just going to jump straight in that Man City team. No. Um, and second of all, and uh, 
sorry, the oh, last week or whenever it was, the uh, they played Leicester in the Carabao Cup. Mm. Their sub goalie made some good saves in that penalty shootout. So, uh, I mean, they weren't the best penalties, but he's still, you know. So they've got a number two. Um, Ibra, we did a podcast saying how Ibra might be going to AC Milan. What does this mean for LA Galaxy? We might as well just throw that in the bin <laughs> because he's staying with LA Galaxy, signed another year as a DP, which explains why Ashley Cole was uh, binned off. But how glad... Uh, the thing is, it's fine saying, oh, we were wrong about this AC Milan thing. Look, that that deal was still very, very close. Mm. But let's not kid ourselves. This is great news. Every, there's no one who watches MLS that's disappointed that Zlatan's staying. No. I, even LAFC fans must be... They must in the. They would never admit it, but they must be thinking, "Oh, we do enjoy him in the league. We're glad he's staying." I, I honestly, I think it's a great move for him. I think it's obviously great for LA Galaxy, but most of all, it's just great for people who, like ourselves, will stick an LA Galaxy game on, and you know you're going to get to see Zlatan, and you know mm. it's going to be entertaining. Only on certain types of pitches. Well, yeah. remember. Speaking of 2019, we need to discuss this because the MLS. Bless them. They thought, well, we're sick of Orlando at the start of every season going, oh, we're going to make the playoffs this year. We've signed four players. They've now introduced an extra playoff space. So congratulations. You've got a, a chance, Elliot, of getting in the playoffs. Thanks. <laughs> um, we so, won't. Oh, don't have attitude. Come on, it's Christmas. You've sent your list to Santa. Dear Santa, please can I have a good centre-back, a striker and a playoff space. Love, Elliot. Shut up. What do you want to know? What, where are you going with this? Right, come on, explain to us what is happening with the new playoff structure. Um, so we've got uh, more teams joining MLS, which means there's now going to be uh, the top seven that qualify for the uh, MLS Cup playoffs um, in 2019. So the top teams will get a bye. Okay. So they'll be straight through into the conference semifinals, um, which means that fourth will play fifth, third will play sixth, and second will play seventh. So then you have um, two conference semifinals, the finals in the conference, and then, of course, MLS Cup. And it's being brought forward, is that right? Yeah, so uh, it's going to be in the middle, sandwiched in the middle of the two international breaks. So there's no long um, no long wait for it. It just kind of all happens together, all kind of within the same couple of weeks. And then, it's, which I think is much better. We're not yeah. having to wait till December. Uh, it just, I, I'm amazed they didn't think of this before with the timings of it because in the past, like, the season finishes and then in the first week you've got the start of the playoffs and then you're waiting a week because it's international. So you've got, you seem to rush the first part of the playoffs and then you've got another two weeks to wait to the next part and then you've got another two weeks to wait. It just seemed balmy to me. But one thing I do... Uh, like is the fact that it has been brought forward and it's it's been brought forward because of the World Cup in uh, Qatar hmm. which uh, to be fair America didn't make it last time so you know you're going to have to get better to make it this time uh, but they've done it looking forward to that which is is, is good it's it's I think um, to finish it in November it gives them an extra month then to prepare for the next season and as well, with the new teams coming into it, like when Miami and Nashville come into it, it'll give them a bit longer to sort of uh, get all the house in order. Like Cincinnati seems to be doing a great job of it, but he seems to be getting everything in order. So all in all, it gets the MLS UK show approval. 2019 is going to be so good. 
shall we do five things? Because there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> so much happening. So much happening right now. Um, no, we don't want to feel like we've neglected it. So here's five things I've picked out okay. that we may have missed from MLS in the last few weeks. One. Um, <laughs> the city of Austin have gone a step further to having their own MLS team. A deal has been reached for a new soccer stadium in the city of Austin. Now, we brought this to you mm. weeks and weeks and weeks ago now when it seemed that it could be Columbus losing out on a team and then moving to Austin. It looks like Save the Crew have been saved. So this will be Save the Crew have been saved. <laughs> this will be funded privately by PSV, uh, not the football team. And uh, hopefully for them, we, we can have Austin as well as Columbus because that will be a grudge match, which mm. we want to see um, in MLS. Funnily enough, with Cincinnati coming into the league as well, Columbus are going to have them. They've already got, I think they paired with Chicago. They're going to have Austin. They're going to have to have a, a rivalry fortnight or a rivalry month for <laughs> Columbus. Yeah, I mean, for me, this whole crew thing has been a nightmare from start to finish. It was... It was handled poorly. Um, they've endured a whole season with this hanging over their heads. And I'm kind of glad that it's it's kind of separating Columbus and, and Austin. I'm glad this is happening. Yeah. Number two. 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 Speaking of stadiums, FC Cincinnati have broke ground on their ambitious and instantly recognisable stadium. Of course, all the lights on the outside are going to be orange with blue Cincinnati on top, which resembles the club colours. Cincinnati, who are getting really good attendances in, uh, they've been getting them in USL and now hoping to bring that to MLS. The stadium, the picture of it looks, it looks great. It's along the same lines of, you look at Minnesota's stadium, that looks like it's going to be a great stadium. Yeah. This as well is going to be a great stadium. The Austin one looks like it's going to be great. We're going to have a, a league full of these great stadiums, which happens... And Yankee. Yes, and the Yankee Stadium, which tends to happen, funnily enough, as the country prepares to host the World Cup. Um, Cincinnati are going to bring a lot to this league, right? Can't wait. I Yeah, I'm really excited about this. We've, it feels like it's been a really long time coming. Um, they've picked really well. Stadium's looking good. Uh, new badge is looking good, which bizarrely is important to me. Um, I, yeah, I, I, really, I really think they could hit the ground running. Number three. Three. Jose Mourinho. Ho, ho, Jose. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Jose Mourinho. Mourinho to Atlanta? No, LA Galaxy. That's the rumour. Really? Uh, to team up with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Zlatan, of course, hates Pep Guardiola, loves Jose Mourinho. So they are saying if he wants to escape the uh, pressures of European football, then LA Galaxy would be the perfect team for him. I heard someone say in the week that this was like the week before he got uh, sacked from Man United, that they reckon that he'll just wait for the Portuguese job. Well, well, that's still being uh, Mm. taken. He could come to MLS. I can't see him in MLS. He thinks too much of himself. He's one of those MLS snobs that we talk about. Do you think? He He will be. He'll, no. Zlatan will have turned around and said I'm going to LA Galaxy and he'd have gone he, Mourinho would have been like Pff, MLS Pff, <laughs> it won't happen yeah it won't happen but I would love to see it happen and I, I don't know I think there's a place for him in the next few years as he uh, goes off to retire he can he say it's a oh, retirement league for footballers well maybe managers as well I don't know but I, I'd love to see him at LA Galaxy uh, number four New England Revolution have announced a friendly. This was a few weeks ago now, but they've announced a friendly against Chelsea to happen in May, and it's to fight anti-Semitism. 
I'm, I'd need to read more into this, but it's part of a campaign. Uh, it's going to be at the Gillette Stadium in May. Chelsea are bringing their team right at the end of the season, the season in the EPL, uh, mid-season, of course, in MLS, and they'll be playing the New England Revolution. Uh, just a, a watch out for Mr. Sarri, though, the Chelsea manager. We saw what happened when United uh, drew away <laughs> at San Jose Earthquakes. If you don't win this match, I would not expect him to be in a job by this time next year. Yeah. And finally, number five. Five. Got some bad news. Go on. I know it's Christmas, but I've got some really bad news. One of our favourite players in the league. Now you're going to have to listen to episode two or three to get this reference. One of our favourite players has not been signed up by his team. What? Montreal Impact. Fanny. Rod Fanny is leaving the league. (laughs) No. At Christmas as well! Montreal, what are you doing? Oh, sorry, Elliot. I've ruined your Christmas. I was hoping, you know, for a bit of uh, of that over Christmas. Yeah, well, Bush is staying with Montreal, but... No point in having Bush without Fanny. (laughs) Fanny. Where are you going to put him? He can't can't (laughs) have Bush, he's got nowhere to go. Uh, Rod Fanny, uh, along with Bakary uh, Sagna, but like, you can't get anything out of that name. Uh, Rod Fanny is leaving Montreal. So, and on a sad note, but yeah, I don't know where to go from here. I feel emotionally unstable. <laughs> uh, right, we need to round this off. Uh, the game with no name. The changing name. Uh, that is, we choose a player who is from the UK and we follow their path to MLS. You try and get a guess who it is. This week was probably the easiest one we've done because we've not done David Beckham. Stop rustling out paper to tell us, Elliot. Who is this? They started at Dundee United, then went to Derby County, played 182 games. They also had long spells at Forfar and Rafe Rovers. He now plays for Sporting Kansas City. He scored 10 goals in 30 games last season. Who is it, Elliot? It's Johnny Russell. Well done, Johnny Russell. I mean, it would have been embarrassing if I'd have been doing that and got it wrong. <laughs> yeah. I just presumed it. As soon as you said played for Derby, I was like, yeah, it's Johnny Russell. Um, yeah, that was I, that was easy. So well, we thought it was Christmas. We'll end, on a, we'll end the year on a real easy one. Um, and that's what we do. We, we're ending our first year on the MLS UK show. Um, how's it been, Elliot? I, I re- honestly, I don't, I never know what to say when we try and be serious. Because for me, it's just an, it's an absolute joke that we decided to do a podcast on a sport in a country that we're not even living in, and thousands of people actually give us their ears and will tweet us. Going, when's the next episode? When's the next episode? I find it hilarious. I, it's heartwarming, but mm. hilarious. Like, thank you so much. Yeah, we uh, we're just two lads from the UK. We did this, and um, we just figured, well, we work in radio anyway. We've got access to a radio studio. Let's just do this podcast on MLS. And yeah, we get the messages you send us on Twitter and Instagram and whatever. We, we you know, really, uh, it's nice that you're listening, and we've made some really good friends doing this. Um, so thank you for the listening this season. Keep your messages coming in. We'll be updating the Twitter page at MLS UK Show over the Christmas and New Year period. We will be back in January as we look forward to MLS 2019. 
And we're going to be here on the regular as well. Even if it's like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, just updating you on, on what's been going on and, and having a natter. So hopefully there'll be plenty of time for us to build up to the 2019 season. Yeah, and we're going to be back with loads of new features and we're going to be showing more of our brand new studio off as well. So it's a really exciting time. 2019 on the MLS UK show. Tell your friends, tell them to listen, tell them to get in touch and... Um, also, get thinking of which team you're going to support next season because we want to have more fans on the show. We we, we weren't able to do it when we were changing studios, but uh, before that, we had loads of you on the show. We want to continue doing that. If there's a new story about Real Salt Lake, we want an RSL fan on. If there's a story about Cincinnati, we want a Cincinnati fan on. If there's a story about Orlando, we'll just ignore it. Probably for the best. Um, thank you very much for listening. Merry Christmas. Um, whenever you're listening, if it's today, Christmas Eve, uh, or if you're really, really bored on Christmas Day um, and you're having to subject, <laughs> subject you or your loved ones to the MLS UK show, then I apologise. Um, but Merry Christmas and a very happy new year from uh, me and from Henners. And we'll see you next year. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network.